Good morning, and welcome to Enjoy an Encounter. I'm your host, Pam, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Uh, we typically get together and chat about prayer or encountering the Lord or any variation on that theme. And I would love to pray with you. And if you feel like any of these episodes would encourage anybody else that you know, please feel free to share. If you're unsure how to do that, I'm happy to send a link to anyone uh, via email. Um, the email address for the podcast is enjoyanencounter2023 at gmail.com. So please feel free to drop me a line. I'm always so grateful to read messages. And for those of you who have and shared your stories, Oh my, uh, it's been so encouraging and uplifting. So thank you so much. This morning, I wanted to just jump on very quickly to uh, share for a moment some thoughts that are rumbling around in my spirit and uh, have been for a while, to be honest. And uh, the Lord just sort of nudged me to get on and chat about it. So we'll just jump right in. Uh, I wanted to read a little bit You'll recognize the scripture, of course, and most of you, it would be very familiar to. Uh, if you don't, uh, this is Second uh, Corinthians, uh, I'm starting at verse 6 of chapter 9. So Second Corinthians 9, 6. It's Paul talking to the church in Corinth. And, um, you know, I just, this has been a passage that has been really uh, front and center for me for probably a good couple of years now. <laughs> so as, as you know, sometimes it takes a little while to get through the thick skulls of some of us and our preconceived ideas and all the rest of it. And, and the Lord is, you know, doing that, the Holy Spirit softening my preconceived ideas and notions. And as he layer by layer reveals more of who I am, who he is, uh, this is taking an interesting turn for me. So just thought I'd share a little bit about it. I'm just going to read a little. So starting at verse six, now this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. As it is written, he scattered abroad, he gave to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. And this, these are the verses that I camp on, uh, verse 10. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in everything for all liberality, which through us is producing thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only fully supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing through many thanksgivings to God. I'll just stop there. It's it's a beautiful chapter, really, and <laughs> I could go on there. But so the law of giving and sowing and reaping, uh, lots is discussed about that. And let me just say right at the beginning here, I'm, I'm no financial advisor, planner, expert. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that. So uh, through the grace of God, uh, he is helping me, changing me, uh, releasing things. And, and um, but, uh, you know, I, I know that this 
sowing and reaping is not specifically only finances. Uh, and the law of sowing and reaping is pretty standard. It's standard, not just spiritually, physically. We eat junk food, we're going to gain weight. We plant apple seeds, we're never going to grow orange trees. I mean, sowing and reaping is fairly logical. It's logical. <laughs> and so I know that uh, sowing and reaping is a very, uh, it's a huger principle than I think we even hear about. I don't think people talk about it as much as as how huge it is in our lives, especially spiritually. When you sow to evil or you sow to mediocrity, you sow to yourself, you will reap those things and often harvest more of those things, more mediocrity, more of yourself, more of evil. When you sow to goodness and grace and truth, you will also harvest more goodness, grace, grace and truth. That is the law. So, I mean, that's not a that's not up for debate. Uh, the verse that has always, that has been a large part of my life for the last couple of years has been verse 10, like I said. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for the food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. So here's the thing. As I, this week especially, there's been some time to really reflect and some space in my head where I've, I've been seeking the Lord and just trying to get myself in a, in a space with him. And, you know, what, what struck me is that I am, I am praying often for bread for food and seed to sow. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware the Lord's prayer, give us this day, our daily bread. What's daily bread for me is different than it would be for you. Uh, my daily bread consists of housing and food and supplies for my my family. Uh, for you, it could be other things. I, I mean, our daily bread, it's, it's what we need to live. Poverty, the poverty mindset is a thief that takes away that idea that our daily bread is more than we have or more than we will get, or more than what God has. Our daily bread, mine, yours, the dollar value of that, absolutely non-issue. Like it, it doesn't even matter. The dollar value of my daily bread versus your daily bread is inconsequential to the spirit of God. What matters is that we are asking for that and not more and not less. We're asking for our daily bread. This is what I need for today, Lord. This bill is due today. This is what I need to pay to live. So this hydro needs to be paid in, in, the, <laughs> in the most practical sense. That's what I'm saying. There are some very godly, righteous people who struggle to pay the bills, <laughs> to, to, you know, to meet some of those needs. And that's not what God promises. God never sees the righteous forsaken, nor the seed, his seed begging for bread. So poverty mindset, the poverty spirit is what is going to steal your hope in your daily bread prayer. Um, 
and I know most of you already know this, this is not, this is very basic, you know, spiritual finances and spiritual wealth and spiritual provision. Uh, but I am heading somewhere. So then seed for sowing. So, you know, we, God wants to also, and I'm praying this, that God provides seed to sow. I want to sow into ministries. I want to sow into people who are doing things for God, who, who are struggling financially. I want to be able to take what seed God gives me and give it to somebody else who can then multiply that in meeting the heart and meeting the needs and reaping the harvest and all those things. And I, I've been thinking about this for some time and, and we've been, there's been lots of talk about the transition of the worldly wealth to the people of God and the transition, uh, you know, Jesus talks about in one of the parables about how you manage worldly wealth. And if you can't manage the worldly wealth, how are you going to manage what God gives you? And I think there's a spiritual proponent to knowing how to manage and obviously to, to multiply the talents and all of these things. There's so much, you know, finance wisdom in the word and all of that. And this is certainly not my area of expertise, but this is, but as I say, Holy Spirit's getting through my thick skin and my thick head. And I, I camp a lot, as you know, on the children of Israel. And when they were leaving Egypt, the Lord told them, ask your neighbor, ask your Egyptian neighbor to give you what they have. And the children of Israel who were who were leaving as slaves, they left, they were slaves one day, and then they left in a moment, in a heartbeat, really. But they left rich. They let they were slaves one day, making bricks, whatever they were making. And the next day they were walking with with fabric and gold and jewels and coin, richer than they could have ever imagined. So the scene is that they have left slavery and now have huge blessing as they're leaving Egypt. And what has been a, a sort of an anthem going into my head is that every dollar that they left with, every gem that they left with, every, every fabric that they had on their person had a job to do. God did not bless them just for the sake of blessing. He blessed them for a job to do. He blessed them as their daily bread and for seed for sowing. He knew he wanted them, A, to walk out of, of slavery, but he needed all of that stuff to create the tabernacle. So he gave everyone, he, he allowed everyone to walk out with, with material wealth, material wealth of the evil of the ungodly. What did they do? <laughs> they created the golden calf. That's the first thing they did with their newfound wealth. When you come from a spirit of poverty and God blesses you, you are not out. You are not wise. Most of the time we are not wise and we make a lot of mistakes because poverty tells us it, it won't come again. You deserve to celebrate. Oh, let's go. Just spend. Oh, they're looking for gold. Here, take all my earrings. Let's melt it all down and make a golden calf and worship the gift instead of the God who gave the gift. <laughs> and I think, Lord Jesus, like 
when we're praying for bread, for food, and seed to sow, I think it's important for us to keep in mind that every dollar that God blesses us with, whether that's meeting our daily bread need or meeting the, or with intention that that blessing has a job to do, we need to bear in mind that it is not about us and it is not about the gift. It is not about the finances that come and, and blow your mind at how amazing God is and, or, or the opportunity. So say God opens up a door that you can go and spend time away at somebody's place for prayer, for reflection, for, to get your vision, to recharge that, you know, somebody wants to bless you with a vacation for your children and you, or somebody wants to whatever, whatever (laughs) above and beyond all that we can ask and think is where the mind of Christ is. So, so, There is bread for food and seed for sowing, but it all means something. It's all designated. He has it already designated. The stuff that hasn't even come to you yet. He's already got it earmarked for whatever it is either you need to do to reach, to sow into people or what they need to do. And you're just being the conduit to give them the extra. I pray that we can always in this season, we are expecting big things from God. We are expecting that God will open up the gates of heaven and pour out and honor all the promises that we've been standing on for years. And he will provide our daily bread for food and seed for the sower, whatever that looks like, whatever that dollar value is for you. And for me, it's different. And my seed for sowing is going to be different than your seed for sowing. Your seed for sowing may be to buy up mansions that have been used by the worldly elite and places that were used for sexual sin and places that have been used to hurt people. Maybe God's put it on your spirit to buy those places up and turn them into places of healing and safety and shelter. I don't know. I'm not the Holy Spirit, but God knows. And that dollar value is a lot more than what somebody else down the street needs who needs sandwiches for the homeless people in the encampment that's across the street from them. And I mean, it's endless really. And as I say, God knows how far I need to still go on this journey, but I have been foolish when people have blessed me at times I am learning and I have learned I have, I am not who I used to be. And I'm trying to learn from the children of Israel's example of what not to do and say, God, what would please you? What would please you if what, if what, what I do with what you've given me here? So I, I'm just, just wanted to share and I pray for you that, uh, we would stay strong in who we are, uh, we have a couple of examples of people. So we have, you know, when that golden calf was made, it was Aaron who made it, who also stood beside Moses and spoke Moses's words and did the job that Moses kept turning God down for. That was Aaron. And he made the golden calf and you've got Miriam. I mean, we have, we have examples of what to do and what not to do. And, and these are people who have been immersed in 
you know, slavery and come out and been blessed and have huge blessings. And now, now what do we do with this? All I want to say is I am praying for your safety and protection and that the mind of Christ be in you and that the Holy Spirit protects the gifts that are coming to you because they are coming to you. I have no doubt in my mind. And if you need a shot of faith for that, I have faith for you for that. Uh, it is coming for you, my friend. Uh, everything that God has promised, it is coming for you. And you will know it. It will blow your mind. God is not a God of minuscule. You have to hunt for his blessing. No, it is right there. And whether you see it yet or not, he has got it ready for you. And so I just want to pray and uh, leave this with you and be encouraged, my friend, that it is coming. And whatever need you find yourself in right now, whether it's the need for daily bread or the need for seeds that you need to sow, it is coming. We are all getting ready to start sowing seeds and, and giving it away and seeing the work of God grow. So let's pray. Lord God, first of all, Lord, you are so amazing and you are so generous and you are our God who loves us, who sees us in the desert, who sees us in our slavery, who sees us in our blessing, who sees us along our path, who sees us in our upper rooms as we wait for you, who sees us as we are baptized again in your fire and your power. Lord God, you see us along the journey, along where we have been and where we are headed, you see us. And Lord God, I couldn't be more grateful for that, Lord. You are so powerful, and but you love us to the intimate level that we are. So the, the things that mean something to me, Father, mean something to you. And Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters right now who are listening here. God, first of all, I come against poverty mindset. Lord God, how easy it is to give in to that. The enemy has such an easy job of it when we are just so easily swayed by what things look like in our natural eyes. Lord God, I come against that in the name of Jesus. By the blood of the lamb, this work was already done. Poverty is already beaten. You have no hold on my brothers and sisters in Christ here. The Holy Spirit is protecting them. The Holy Spirit is renewing their minds in a way that would allow them to understand the blessing of who God is, who owns everything, every cattle on every hill, Lord, you own. And so, Lord God, I stand with them. I stand with my friends and family, and I say, heal us. Heal us of the moments that we have thought less of you, Father. Heal us for our bitterness. Uh, heal us in the moments that we have not been aware to thank you for what you've given to us. Heal our hearts, Lord God. Heal our minds. Renew our mind as we are every day wanting to be more and more like you, Lord. Help us to do that. Help us not to give in so easily. And Lord, I pray hedges of protection around my, my family, my Christian family, my brothers and sisters here. Protect their mind and their heart so that as you bless, Lord, they know that their job, it's a, it, you bless them to have their daily needs met and you bless them to sow the seeds, Father. Lord God, you have 
opened up your windows. We know that it is already starting to happen. You are already pouring out your financial blessings, your spiritual blessings on your sons and daughters. And Lord, there are faithful, faithful, faithful people listening here. So God, I pray that you would bust open their lives with you and blessing and meaning and anything that they find they need, Lord. Many people are involved in ministry who listen here. Many people are involved in doing your work. And so God, if there are specific needs here, Father, if there are specific needs that need to be met or that ministry shuts down, uh, they need certain amount of money or this expires or whatever that looks like, Lord God, you know, you know every detail. And so God, I call forth every seed that has been sown in tears and righteousness and faithfulness and giving in a generous heart, Lord God. I know that that has happened. People have tithed, people have given when they didn't have it to give, Lord God. I call forth every seed that has been sown like that to grow and provide harvest, double, triple the harvest, 30, 60, 100 fold every seed. That's a lot of seeds, Lord. Nothing is too difficult for you. I pray for big dreams, Lord, big dreams to be given to people, to be re-sparked, to be reignited, that seems impossible, Lord, has seemed impossible for years. But God, you know that you have just put it there so that it can just grow and grow and grow in the darkness, in people's hearts where they have felt, oh, I don't know, God, it's silly to even pray for that. And God, I call those dreams forth. I call forth dreams and visions in young and old. Nothing is impossible for you. We see it through all scripture that you meet these needs in order to extend your kingdom so that the nations around us can say, what a God they serve. All of this is to glorify you and to show the world that we serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the Jesus of the cross who died and rose again, all of it, Lord God. So Father, as we go our way today, Lord God, I pray that you would just oh, miraculously meet people's needs. In faith, I say, come forth, come forth. Finances rain down on people. Open the windows of heaven, Lord. Honor every person that has been giving and faithfully trying to do their best. Lord God, you promise, and we stand on your promises. So God, you are God, and we love you, and we serve only you. There will be no other God before you. So Lord, I thank you for this group of people. I thank you for who they are. And I pray that as we go in our separate ways and on our separate paths, that you will provide daily bread for every single listener here, that there will be not a moment that people wonder and worry about how, how are they going to make it? Because you promise you'll never see the righteous forsaken or the seed of the Lord begging bread. And we are so grateful for that. In your precious, wonderful name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I, I just, uh, I've become overwhelmed again. <laughs> so I'm a sniffly 
a teary-eyed mess here, but I know that God is is moving and he has you in his hands exactly where you are and exactly where you need to be. And so my friend, go with joy and go with peace. Uh, I pray for you and uh, come back again soon and we'll see each other again soon. Thank you.